All opinions are our own. We do not speak for any specific groups or people. We are not experts and are often wrong, but we look great. Am I right, witches? Let me situate myself so I'm not moving around. Oh, dear God, if you're not situated when we're recording, right, what will I'm happen? Ready. Well, I mean, I'll just make a lot of noise because I fidget a crap ton. And you look great. I look sweaty. It's been a day. Mm. You know, I woke up this morning just so excited because I took a really good shower last night. Yum. Yummy. And I, it's just, I was really excited that my hair was clean because that's just a big deal sometimes for me. And it's just not clean anymore. <laughs> So what a life I live. It's okay, though. Do I have very nice hair? That actually doesn't really get that disgusting that often, but I always keep it up because that's the way my life is. Okay, so my it's hair fine. doesn't get I'm disgusting. I sweat from my head. This has nothing to do with my hair. It has to do with my sweat problem. <sighs> yeah, disgusting. It was dripping today. I just think you're gross. My sweat was dripping today. Is At like bad? 9 o'clock in the morning, too. Ew. <laughs> squirt. I don't like that squirt thing now. Yum. Hi. I'm Matt. I am. Um, I'm Andrea. Yeah. And I don't have anything to add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is my new thing. And we don't care if you can believe it because okay. we are not butter. Was that a Trixie and Katya one or did you come up with that yourself? <laughs> Just so you I am know. so proud of you. I actually give up with that myself. You know what? I I can believe it's not you butter. You are not butter. I believe it. You know. You can, cause I'm so slim. You can't have. I can't believe it's not butter. I'm pretty sure there's soy in it. Yeah, and I can't have real butter either. So what does that leave? I mean, you can. It just hurts your tummy. Yeah, did I have a giant muffin with butter today? Yes. <sighs> but you know, it's all about. Lace, I'm sorry, that sigh wasn't know? for you. It's just, it was just a release. So tell me, Matt. It's all I, about layers. I have a question you know, like for you. In the fall, I have a question. You know, layers for you, Matt. Like ogres. You know, stick with me like here, ideas. Matt. What's the question? No, what's your question? So. I hear that some things have layers. Like, you know how ogres like have layers, ogres? like an onion? But I was wondering, is no, there anything else that has layers? You haven't seen a Shrek? Are you about to embarrass yourself right now? No, I've seen Shrek. I was joking. I know the Muffin Man. I do know the Muffin Man. <laughs> do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin, the muffin Man! man. The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man. I do know the Muffin Man. Anyway, where does he live? That's it. We should switch all of our jokes to Shrek jokes. I think it'd be a refreshing change. <laughs> well, everybody loves Shrek. I agree. Everyone loves Shrek. Everybody loves parfaits. Anyway, so anyway, you say parfaits. So the layers, the auras, the planes. Are we ready? What do you? What's planes? They're the aura planes. It's another term for the layers. Planes? Is there like um topography for this? Like a yes, map? It's, it's, yeah, it's actually it's a spear. Do you remember in school? It's just it's like a glow. Remember in school when they were like, we're gonna teach you how to read a map, and then we never had to. Because technology. And we never did. And then we learned a lot about topography like for school. some reason. Did you did you learn a lot about topography in high school? Right in. <laughs> we're, we're actually no, I'm in. asking you, Matt. Yes, I do. I'm asking Random. you. But, okay. But also, listeners, call in. We're by the phones. I, Let us know. I'm almost never by my phone. I'm not going to... I mean, that's not true. I'm always by my phone, but I'm not going to answer. Yeah, call in. Right in. <laughs> well, let us know. So, yeah, email us. Then I'll answer. Is topography the same thing Did as Did you auras? learn about topography? We want to know. And how did it relate to your experience with auras? So pop off so this article by you guessed it mind body green 
broke down learn religions? some of the layers. Oh, not learn religions. No, we have a couple by Mind Body Green. Those are the two. Actually, yeah, I think it was two different. Oh, articles. I guess maybe this isn't a religious thing. Oh yeah, no, this is not a religion. This is a topography. So map. Matt, how does this tie into with the wrongs by the done by the Anglo Saxons towards the Italians? Well, you know the Italians. That's what I want to know. <laughs> the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> they came up with the idea of ors, and those Anglo Saxons came in and said yoink. <laughs> Could you imagine? Let's go. Let's Tell go. us what an aura is, Matt. Well, thanks for that question. <laughs> an aura is the unseen spiritual energy field that surrounds all living things. I want you to know that I started doing a split and sticking we my leg straight up in the air when I was giving that answer for an extra oomph. Wait, all living things? Like my dog has an aura? Uh, that yes. Thanks for that question. Yes, your dog does have an aura. Frick yeah. And Boomer so deserves cat. an aura. I bet he's. I bet his aura is just like fuzzy and confused because he's old. Yeah, the topography is probably very fuzzy. <laughs> the layers, the onion of the aura. Did I get that right? So let's look at the layers. Are am I right, ladies? Because ogres have layers. Um, you did it wrong. What? It's literally the name of the podcast. Am I right, witches? <laughs> they, they have layers. Am I right, my gals, gays, and non-binary pals? So, so really, what is an aura? It is literally like the energy that comes off of you, the spiritual energy that you radiate. And it's in different layers, like like onions. And they can be different colors, which mean different things. Would you like to hear about oh, the layers? Okay, I'll tell you about the layers, sweetie. I would. I have no idea what the layers mean. Um, so there are different layers. Like, it's from closest to you, like, to your skin, to, like, further away from your skin. Do you remember in, like, elementary school or middle school okay. when we used to do those? It was inspired by this artist, but you would draw, like, a figure. Almost and then, never. And then you would draw, like, a... Like one line. Yes, of color I do it, actually. I have vivid memories of, of that. <laughs> and you made like these like rainbows, like essentially by starting with like one color around a figure I and then have... another color around that. And then you would like connect. I have them. few memories from my childhood, but I do remember that. And then I like do. the different rings of color would connect with like a ring of color from like the other Amazing. figure that you drew. That's basically our, our auras interacting throughout the day. Yeah. Is that auras? It's exactly wow, that and topography and onions. Cool. It's it's in there somewhere. So the one that's like I'll have to figure out who that artist is and link him. You will. We will link in the description. Our awesome editor or will her. get right on that. The physical etheric is the physical etheric is the physical. It's like your physical health. It is closest to the skin. It's like that first color that you'd put around the figure, the closest in, and then you have your emotional. Which is outside of that. It is mood and can change. Wouldn't can you figure your mood like a mood ring, just like a mood ring? <gasps> no, uh, I have two mood rings that I've been wearing lately. That's great. So mental. Uh, so after emotional comes mental, which is perfect because think of how Andrea is emotional, which lead to her, which leads to her being mental. Am I right? Mental is the third layer. It has to do with thought, logic, reasoning. All things that Andrea excels at. We love. And then there was one that went by a I'm couple- I'm very logical. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've had enough for you. I'm extremely logical. That's why I got an engineering degree. Um, I thought you got two. What is the truth? I got two. Yeah, exactly. Over here and lying. I use neither of them. I gotta stop saying that. I do use my audio one for this specifically. This is a um, engineering hate podcast. Um, we do not support. Just, just give STEM to the straight men. We do not. I mean, just I support they, women in STEM. It's not fun. But Andrea does not. But I do. Yes, if it's if it's your true dream, obviously do it. But if you're like, I'm just doing this because there should be more women than this, mm, not your responsibility. Let the men have it. It's fine. I didn't say nothing. If you're going to dox someone, don't dox me. I don't see why they would dox me. I'm just fired. So then <laughs> we have the astral body yaddy yaddy. So the astral body yaddy 
It's for it comes after mental, so it goes physical, emotional, mental, and then here we are at the astral body body for spiritual health and capacity for love. So you know, mine is super big because I am very loving. Right, Andrea. You're right. right, Andrea. Excuse me. You, know you are. I'll give that to you. I'm not gonna argue that one. Yeah. Woo. You are. Uh, Andrew's is very small. Uh, I don't need a witty response. I wish you hey, would. Hey, I am very loving. My vulnerability just makes me feel gross. That doesn't mean I'm not loving. Whatever you say. I so, offered to make you business cards today. You did. That's not loving. I just feel like that's really nice, but what I really want is baked goods. So. Um, I do it on my own time. <laughs> she's a kitchen witch, but she's a kitchen witch on her own schedule. I mean, yeah, that's generally how witchcraft works. How dare you? Do you? On your own <laughs> Can you be a witchcraft on my schedule? No, I'm very busy. I got lots of coloring to do. <laughs> got a puzzle to finish. I'm really happy for you. And so you might be saying, anyways, Matt, like, what is your astral body yaddy yaddy? That is a great question. I was going to ask you that. I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm so excited. So it uh details. Is basically spiritual health, capacity for love, and it's kind of like your presence on like the more of a spiritual plane. And when we, that like connects with like astral projecting. Okay, what if I don't have a presence on a spiritual plane? <laughs> it is considered to be the intermediate between the intelligent soul and the mental body, composed of a subtle material. Oh, oh my god, Plato, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get to the Greeks and the Italians. <laughs> And many, uh, um, the concept ultimately derives oh, from, the from the philosophy of Plato. Ba ba ba. And Plato was what? I gotta make that sound effect quieter. It's very jarring. What was Plato? Greek. What was I knew Plato? it. Plato was Greek, so this does connect. <laughs> and I bet you those Anglo Saxons so took Greeks it. Were the Greeks also wronged by the Anglo Saxons? Well, I, uh, yeah, probably exactly. That whole, that whole Middle East, uh, not Middle East, but like Mediterranean bordering on Middle East is like just wronged. Mediterranean. Mediterranean's been wronged. Yes, so it is a subtle body positioned by many philosophers as the intermediate between the intelligent soul and the mental body. And it has to do with like actual, astral, actual, it has to do with actual, uh, astral projection. Uh, like some people will do in their dreams. That's when I do my astral projecting. Because why do it when you're awake when you could do it when you're asleep? Oh, oh yeah, sharing is caring. I can talk about an astral projection thing later. I am asleep most of the time. And you astral project nonstop. Me? No, I sleep nonstop. And you might be saying, Matt, now that we've talked um, at an exhausting level about astral body, what comes next? What's even further out? We've talked for like one minute about it. You're right. It's been exhaustive. So after astral body, okay, uh, spiritual health, capacity for love, kind of like, again, the intermediate, the connection between the intelligent soul and the mental body. Here comes the, okay. in, the etheric slash template was what it was called. It was the etheric or a template. Like ethereal? Layer. Yes. And exactly. It's your okay. psychic slash being. Uh, it can help with connections to similar people. Like it can help you kind of like you attract the things that are similar to you that is often attributed to the, the psychic being this level, the ethereal, the etheric template. Does that make sense to you, sweetie? Love me some templates. So that it helps does. you connect to the people um, that are similar to you. Question. What? Oh, okay, my question's not important. That's no. fine. No, what is it? No, I, no I have a question. What is it? Um, I need to know. Much like Doja Cat, I need to know. Oh, well, um, okay, go. What exactly is the difference between emotional and mental? Like, why are they two separate? I feel like my emotions are part of my mental, of anything. You know, is that making sense? Emotional versus mental. Like what? Mental health refers to your ability to process information. Emotional health, on the other hand, refers to your oh. ability to express feelings, which are based upon the information you have processed. So mental is the processing of so information. So I'm broken in both ways. Emotional is what you do with the information that you processed. 
So I'm emotionally ill as well. Yes. <laughs> Your problems processing. No, that's good to know, though. The, pro- the trouble processing the information leads to problems um, with how you react to it. So my hmm, <laughs> depression is because of how I'm processing things. Which is leading you into a tailspin of reaction. Yes. Or is the depression the reaction? You know, I'll just ask my therapist. This isn't something you need to answer. (laughs) You don't have a psychology degree. (laughs) Oh, sidebar, a friend of mine who's psychically inclined listens to the podcast. And after listening to one or two of them said, does your co-host have mental illness? No, I already talked about this. Oh, good. Okay. Maybe I I mentioned this in like two episodes ago. Maybe I have mental illness, which is why I forget it. Um, I just... While we're on this real fast, um, I'm very open about the medications I take. I'm on Zoloft for my depression. I went to therapy for the first time in six months, and she was like, you know, some people go on a mix of meds. So now I'm going to be on two meds. Very, very emotionally healthy. Mentally healthy. I just immediately ignored the distinctions we've made. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Just call me Wanda. Maxima. You know, from that one episode of WandaVision where she's pretending to be Claire Dumphy. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. Oh, also, so you might be wondering, like, what is the difference between the astral and the ethereal? And I know, like, the little short thing of spiritual health. That is, I am. So you are? Okay. So astral, the oh, astral wait. plane is timeless, almost featureless, void. Uh, the astral plane is what the what? ethereal plane that. sits in. Um, it's surrounded at a greater um. distance by the outer planes. So the ethereal plane is somewhere you can ascend to. Oh, actually, in no. a void. Uh, yeah. So the ethereal um is believed that intelligent creatures travel to portions of the astral plane as as they sleep. I do. I do do that. Near the outer areas of the astral plane itself. An eye-boggling concept due to its infinite size are the realms of the abstract, where the gods live and souls travel upon death, the outer planes. Olympus? I don't know nothing about nothing. All right. What is the ethereal plane? The ethereal plane is a, is a mist-filled, colorful dimension that exists alongside the prime material plane and the inner planes. The Ooh. elemental planes... Yeah, I, I'm getting That sounds this. way more fun than a void. Astral, space, ethereal, ghost. That's the simplest I've been able to find. Hmm. Astral, space, ethereal, ghost. Astral. So do you have to be alive to travel to the astral plane? No. Like, if you die, does that mean you go to the ethereal plane instead? The astral sea is... You know, we really don't have to break down these questions. The astral plane is as much a mental and spiritual place as a physical one, and therefore highly subject to shifting perspectives and interpretation. Generally, it is utilized for transit. If the... Which astral projection? If the outer planes are planets, then the astral plane is hyperspace. Okay. Uh, The ethereal plane... None of this is clearing it up for me. The ethereal plane is the space adjacent. Unlike the astral plane, each point in the ethereal plane lines up with a point in the material plane. Just as... Okay. It is basically a spirit realm where physicality and physical laws hold less sway and perception is heavily limited. What? Astral or ethereal? Ethereal. So the astral, they're saying, is like a place for travel. Okay. So like when people astral project is what I'm getting. And the ethereal so, is more I, like an actual place. And again, I hate to be this person. Okay. But I also don't. I've been watching Steven Universe. Oh, also before we go on. <laughs> and um, that was by oh. Spyger9. S-P-Y-G-E-R9 on Reddit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Spyger9 on Reddit. I love Reddit. They've got some good information there. Like, don't sleep on Reddit. Okay, Anyways, sorry, go on. So I've been watching steven universe and he he can communicate with basically anyone but he has to do it when he's like asleep 
But when he's asleep, he travels to this like void place. A- that's where the astral everyone's plane. like subconscious or conscious. That's, is. The, so astral that's plane. the astral plane is what they're. Yeah. Okay. So if you're really confused, watch all of Steven Universe. Astral, really? Uh, it is. They don't get into the astral plane until like season five. It's rather a shadow of this world, a place between all places. It's space. Yeah. What most people call the astral plane is more known by the practitioners as the crossroad. The ethereal plane. Um, uh, you can access, but you can't really call it, uh, you can access it through the astral plane, but you can't really call it an ethereal plane seeing as another one place. Calling the ethereal plane a plane is like calling the earth and Mars different continents. They are different planets, not continents. Entry into one of the many dimensions in the ethereal is kind of like combining a phone with a door. As long as you know the right number, you can get to your destination. Um, blah, blah, blah. Seeing so we're using the wrong terminology for it? Some people talk about other people having died while exploring the ethereal. Some people claim to have accessed heaven. Others still have ended up in hell while accessing the ethereal. So the, it seems like the ethereal is more like death. See, now that's what terrifies me. That what? That's what scares me about all of the travel. We're not talking about the travel. I love the We're travel. We're talking about auras. I think I'm going to die if I do it. Or like get stuck. I don't know. Voids specifically are what freak me out. The etheric plane is the energy double of the physical. The astral plane is the realm of emotions. The mental plane is the realm oh, of God. thoughts. Oh, so I'm sending you. I have so many. This link will be in the description. Emotion. That the last one I was just looking through. It's a Quora thing. Is it? Do you want me to link it in the description? Is yeah, that just yeah. So there's. Put okay. It in the put it in the Google Doc. It's just like I just sent it to you. Um, and I'll and I'll copy and paste it in. But yes, so so far we have the so we're going through the layers and aura and planes. I think we should talk about the planes in like another thing but like to actually talk about the planes and not just as they relate to auras. We could probably do like a whole thing on astral projection and talk about the planes. I think that would be a great idea. So there is the physical, the etheric. That's the physical (laughs) health closest to the skin. The emotional is mood and it can change. And then you get the mental. The third layer is logic, thought, reasoning. You have your astral body, which is spiritual health and capacity for love. And then you have the etheric template, ethereal, psychic being clear. Uh, when it's clear, it can help with connections to similar people. And then you have the celestial slash cathetic. I also saw it defined as the uh, uh, the celestial slash K cathetic. Um, dreams and, and intuition storage, enlightenment, stronger means, more creative. So this is where you start to ascend. This is okay. when, you know, you're you're really starting to just get to your, you're not quite at your, like, full life purpose, but you're reaching enlightenment, you're getting more creative, this is intuition, dreams, you're on your way. And this is all in my aura? These are the layers of the aura. So these are, like, re- as you're, like, ascending through different aura, different layers of your aura, as you're getting to your, like, highest, most ascended. Wow. And again, as we were talking about the outer planes, like the heaven and, and that kind of a thing, um, as you get to the celestial plane, that is a term used to describe a subset of the outer planes. Hmm. Uh, so we're getting we're getting close, and that's like we talk about like celestial beings, like angels. We love like us. I you're cosmic. I said cosmic I'm, being. Yeah, I'm celestial. You're cosmic. It's different. Because cosmic chaos. Yeah. I'm I learned that everyone around me thinks I'm unhinged. Am well, I it unhinged? doesn't it doesn't help that you say you're unhinged. You know, it's I say it as a joke. Um when other people say it to me. <laughs> it's a little different. Okay, so then we have the causal, which brings it all together on your life's path. So this is like you're reaching enlightenment, you're getting on your life's path, you're like, this is what I this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am living my purpose. Um, and it's actually sometimes used in occultism to describe a high spiritual plane of existence. So exactly. So this is my, you have ascended. You are living your purpose. My aura can tell me about my life's path. Is that what you're saying right now? If you're fully enlightened and you have a beautiful, strong aura, maybe. I am 
not even partially enlightened. So now we got our colors. Okay. Yeah, what color am I? You told me this a while ago. I think green. Yeah, you're green. Well, you're mostly, you're green like as your like default, but sometimes you can be a little shifty. What? Depending, shifty depending on your mental what? state. Depending on your mental or state. My mental state is, um, what's the word? What's the word where it's Volatile. like rocky? Yes! So, mind, body, it's, it's like green. he's psychic or something. This is another mind, body, green um, article that was written by Sarah Re uh, Regan referencing Rochelle Terry, an aura reader about what okay. the colors mean. So this was by Sarah Regan referencing what Rochelle Terry uses as kind of like their belief. Can we start with green? Um, I just feel like that wasn't the way I wrote it, but for you, I'll do it. Uh, mm -hmm. Green, heart chakra. It has to do with loving yourself and others, music, nature, not to be tied down. Yeah. Making boundaries should be a priority because you're very, you draw things in. Because you have this like heart that like wants to love, and you draw things in, oh, but then you have God, trouble setting the boundaries, so and you have trouble sometimes accepting all that love because you don't have the right boundaries. I just, it's like scarily accurate. All right, so back to the way the that I made the list. Um, so red. <laughs> I just wanted. <laughs> so red. Um, I'm yellow and white. Do you agree, Andrea? I don't know. I can't see auras. How dare you? I think I can feel them, sort of, on some level, but I can't see any colors. Well, I'm going to do a couple more, and then you let me know about... I'm going to do a couple more. I'm going to speak on a couple more, and then I would love for you to tell me what my aura feels like. So again, these are Rochelle Terry, um, as written about by Sarah Regan. Um, the red has to do with the root chakra, um, red color of an aura, and it means energetic. It means you take action first. It almost kind of reminds me of the wands, the way they described it. It's like passionate. We're doing it. We're the root chakra. We are at it. We are making things happen. Take action first. And then orange has to do with the sacral chakra. The orange color aura has to be led with the sacral chakra, creativity, sex. Uh, you learn the hard way from experience. Uh, there is flowing creative energy, you know, creativity, sex, flowing energy, but and you are learning. You are learning in the in the education classroom of life. Nobody's we gonna love hold you the down. Classroom of life. Oh, me too. Not at all. I'd rather just be told. So the yellow aura. <laughs> so I am not orange. The yellow aura, sunny and charismatic. Oh my god, okay. me? Yes, that makes sense. Um, solar plexus chakra. It has to do with identity and confidence, and I do love myself. Thank you. That's um, true. Yeah. Am I empowered? Um, I think so. Well, I, I mean, a little bit too much hesitation. New thing for you. Oh yeah, I've not always been are. empowered. I think now I'm empowered, but I I took yeah. a long time to find my power. I think it's a very recent thing, but I think you're really good at being empowered now. Really good. I'm like it's a new talent, but I found it. So yellow. So we <laughs> talked about red is root chakra energy. We're taking action. Uh, orange is the sacral chakra. Creativity, sex, flowing, ener creative energy. You're learning from experience. Yellow chakra, sunny, charismatic. We have to do with the solar plexus chakra and all things that that entails with identity and confidence. You are empowered and you are a magnetic person. And I would consider myself to be somewhat magnetic. Oh, somewhat. yeah. Absolutely. I'd say incredibly magnetic. And then, oh, thank you. And then we have the green, which is Andrea, the heart chakra, love for yourself and others. And you, you like what need music in your life. Up. You're a freaking oh, audio yeah, engineer. Oh yeah, it's a full music it's nature. It's like a full necessity for me. It's the only thing that keeps me sane. And then, that's not true. But oh, yeah, it's no, it one also of is the drugs. Ones. It's also the drugs. The drugs keep her sane. Ah. So Andrea, what's the pink aura about, Andrea? Oh, do you want me to go to the Google Doc? Is that what you're trying to get me to do? Oh, no, I was just chewing, and I thought maybe if I tried to give you a job. <laughs> but okay, so the pink aura. I don't uh, even know where the... we are. <laughs> I've been That's... coloring. It keeps me quiet. It keeps me from fidgeting. You want to talk about that. ADHD one day? 
yeah, how does ADHD affect your witchcraft? Plot twist. Doesn't make it easier. So pink or... <laughs> You're correct. Has to do with also, also heart chakra. So you thought green was heart chakra. Well, buckle up. So is pink. Do I kind. only get pink? So anyway, kind, loving, caring. <laughs> your heart is open and receptive. And again, remember boundaries. So heart, so pink almost seems like a kinder green. Do I? Are you saying I'm not kind? Is that why I don't get pink? Yeah, that's exactly I think I'm it. Kind. This one also didn't mention music, and you like are addicted to music. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah, you'll be if mean as long as you have your music, music. And my music need is overpowering, then that's fine. So now, so that was pink. Remember, nice, sweet, kind, loving, caring, the heart chakra, open and receptive. Gotta have those boundaries, just like the green. I think I'm loving and caring. I, I think, think you're I'm a hot topic. I don't know about loving. <laughs> and I think I'm loving, but I don't always know if I'm caring. So we balance each other out. Because I'll give you love doesn't mean I care. Uh, blue aura. <laughs> Matt and I went to go see Trixie and Katya. And just in case he didn't want to drive home that night and he needed to stay at my house, I washed my entire couch cover because it had cat hair on it. And I didn't want him to have to sleep on cat hair. I think that's very caring. I'm allergic. He didn't even that ask is very me. Caring. I just did it. <laughs> I didn't. And see, I was very loving and like hanging on, hanging on her and like telling her how great she was and how much I loved her. But do I care about see, it? Now, not a chance. No, I'm kidding. Now, here's the thing. I am not the right person to hang on. But I do it and she deals with it. It makes me feel weird. And I feel bad because I feel like you're always like, oh, she doesn't like me. But you keep doing it. So it's fine. You're clearly not deterred from my friendship because I'm Oh, I know what touch. I'm about. I get, I get that sweet, sweet consent and then I hang all over you. As long as you're fine with me pulling away and you're not offended. That's fine. As long as, long as I know that I have consent and that I'm still your bestie. We're good. So now that we're done talking about how I hang on my friend Andrea, let's talk about the throat <laughs> chakra. Yeah, let's talk about the throat chakra because I don't the, understand what the throat chakra does. The uh, communication. The blue aura has to do with the throat chakra. You must remember to ground yourself. Your powerful mind might be up in the sky. Parent yourself. Ground yourself. And you often... um work through outward expressions of internal thoughts if open chakra so you being like open results in you being able to express outwardly your internal thoughts if you're if your throat chakra isn't open again communication then you might have issues with communicating your internal thoughts outwardly you know what that sounds like an issue not an issue not ish me <laughs> well i was gonna say we both pretty much say what's on our minds i Sorry. will say um me i my thing is Here's the thing. I have what? this new habit, and it's only been within the past, like, year that I will fully just talk like I am just a stream of my consciousness to anyone who will stand there and listen to me. And it's it's bad. It's I, I don't say appropriate things. And I will just say these things to whoever will listen to me. I love that. Well, it's unfortunate for the people who decide they're going to listen. Well... People do that to me all the time. They used to do it to my dad, too. Like, my dad was running a marathon once, and he was, like, running at a similar pace as this guy he had never met before. And this guy started mm -hmm. telling my dad about, like, his affair and, like, his whole life story. Oh, my God. And, like, all through this race. And my dad, like, said, like, two words to him. You know, that happens to my mom, too. She um She is just a receptor of everyone's emotions all the time. And people, yeah, and they do that. They do that to my dad. They do that to me all the time, like randomly. My dad told me it was just a thing with our family. Like it's just what people do to our family. I love that they will express any emotions that they possibly can to any of us. That sounds like an ish him. And so a lot of the time we get like the brunt of people's negative emotions. And what are so you, an empath? Yeah, um, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> So how do you deal with me? LOL. That must be rough. Um, I recharge at home. It's fine. So fun. This is when you're supposed to say, oh, no, but all your emotions are positive and it's great. Thanks so much. They are positive. You just a lot of the time. And I, this is what I was going to say about the energy I feel from you. A lot of the times, a lot of the time, you 
give people energy. Um, you give people the type of energy that needs to be met with the same type of energy. And I do not mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a very neutral way. The energy you give out, like, expect to be met with the same energy. And I think that's a normal expectation. Yes, I will agree. But I also, I mean, you, I mean, you're my bestie, so I don't really have to do that. But there are times where I will change what I am putting out to link up better with the person I'm with. Oh, I do that too. That's a full-on empath thing. Yeah, and I'm not as devastated by it as you are because, you know, you're a victim. Uh, but I'm I am fine. I also have empathic tendencies. I mean, I'm not fine, but it's fine. I also have some empathic fine. tendencies. We love. I feel like a lot of people do that don't realize it. I think it's a more normal thing than people realize. And if you're feeling crappy because someone else is feeling crappy, hey, you're probably an empath. And you're valid. Am I right, witches? So then, Matt. And you let me be- tell you, it's not fun. I'm straight up that having a good time right now. So <laughs> everyone's the- like, oh, like, like there's people who are like, oh, you know, I'm an empath. It's uh, don't brag. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Well, and if you're the person that's on, like, if you're the person that's like straight up bragging about it, but you're also a narcissist. I have concerns. So <laughs> the purple aura. <laughs> I have a friend who's very purple, who's like her whole just being is purple. You know her. Her name is name redacted. So this hot, this hot, I'm kidding. This, this nice lady, <laughs> um, this nice lady, gotta, gotta bleep that out, uh, is it purple through and through. She hurts, has to do with the third eye chakra. You can be very psychic and, empath- and empathic. It's a strong intuition, like very large mental depth, a lot of like very sensitive, very intuitive. It is like the psychic aura. It is like the purple aura is like the psychic one. Like you are the psychic. Really? Yes. Like Raven and Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Stop. I love Teen Titans. That's honestly, if you ever have trouble. Sorry, go. My brain got really distracted when you said Teen Titans. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) Like it's always the purple character. It's always like the ooky spooky psychic. Like that's the purple aura for you. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I knew that, actually. I think I knew that, like, purple was connected with psychicness and divination. And again, with the... So I think of... So if we go back and kind of... Let's review. (laughs) Um, Did we get to white? Fine, we'll go through it, then we'll go back and review. Um, White. White is rare. Um, Yeah, so I think I'm a mixture of yellow and white. Matt calls himself white and then goes, white's so rare. <laughs> white's very <laughs> uncommon. Well, I'm a mixture because I think people are, I don't think people are I'm just I'm not like one. other girls. I'm, I'm not like other girls. I'm a guy. Um, <laughs> white is rare. Eh. It's a quick mind with nervous energy. Does that sound like anyone oh. you know? <laughs> Does that sound like anybody sounds you've like, ever met? Sounds like a couple people, actually. Like you, uh, quick mind, nervous energy. It has to deal with the crown chakra, universal My energy. My mind is not quick. My energy oneness. is nervous. Universal energy and oneness with the crown chakra. Am I right, witches? That makes sense for you. And a strong sense of connection to something larger than yourself. Oh, yeah. You've always had that with like church and stuff. Remember when we got that scholarship? And ankles. <laughs> I'd love me some Christmas ankles. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought you said ankles, and I was like, yeah, ankles are nice. <laughs> I love ankles. I've broken one of my ankles twice because I love it so really much. Into ankles. I just love breaking them, especially my own. Um, so, yeah, so me and Andrea okay. won the church scholarships. Um, we were the same year. Um, there was a boy and a girl because heteronormativity. And now we're both um, queer witches. And we have a podcast about it. Bro. So, bow, bow, bow. Uh, so, Sometimes I leave in me just saying bow, bow, bow to, like, add some context. You're so funny and relatable and practical. So you might be saying, but Matt, what about, like, features? And I'll tell you, like, a black features. uh, What we don't want to feature is a black or dark area on our aura. That is a sign of an exhausted aura. And nobody likes an exhausted aura. What would make my aura exhausted? Just me being exhausted? It means I'm it's so ti- tired yeah, all it means time. it's time for you to ground and heal yourself. There could be some dark thoughts do, going on. You just got to take some time. Do you get black from me a lot? You get black from your life a lot. I do? Yeah. 
Like, you see it? Rough. Rough for me. But you look great. Like, this past weekend, you were there with some black. Oh, I was... Okay, here's the thing. And I hate that this is the way I am. But sometimes you just gotta accept it. I spent, last week, I spent both of my days off of work like doing stuff like with my friends and it was very fun and I really enjoyed it. But apparently if I don't have a day where I can just sit and do nothing, I will just, I will dissolve into nothing for the rest of the week. And it sucks because I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to feel exhausted hanging out with my friends. And so now back, um, that was our little comedy break. So now we're back on track. <laughs> don't think it was. That was our lighthearted comedy break. But then, you know, you go to therapy, you get on more meds. It's great. The key is meditation, but also more meds. But also, your therapist <laughs> the should prescribe meds. The key is doing meds. what works for you. The key is therapy. We're both We're going to have a mental health episode. We're both in therapy. Can you tell? Yeah, so, so we have different treatment plans because we're different people. Yeah. So... <laughs> thought it was an important thing to know okay yeah anyway so rainbow is when you have more than two colors it means you're in a period of great change or in a very busy transitional period um you may feel extra energized and confident but you have to watch out because this can lead to burnout so you need to remember that balance is key uh, balance is key especially when dealing with more than two colors how many colors do i have right now one, but you're trying to have two. Am I? <laughs> so. Is it from you, the or smiles? Am just, or am I just saying it to shut you up? Who knows? I don't know. I like to think you don't lie to me. I feel like sometimes you try to have pink also, but it's just too much. And then you I want to be pink. I love pink. It's oh my, my God, favorite wait. color. Am I psychic? That's so crazy. Anyway. I uh, always want to be pink. It's my like, favorite color. It's, like it's not even friend. like I care about the effects of the aura. I just want to radiate pink because I think it's a cute color. I mean, I decided that I was yellow and white at one time, which I think I was at that time. And I was like, no, it's going to be me forever because I like Starlight from the boys. So I'm going to be yellow and white forever. Look at you. Green and pink sounds like a fun combo. Yeah, who doesn't love lime green and bright pink? Fairly odd parents. I'm lime green. I was thinking like a sage or a forest. No, green. you you're a sage or a forest. I was just joking because fairly fairly odd parents. So we have red is our root shock Think energy. Think no stop signs. Think go go go. Take that energy. Energy. Aren't stop signs red? Exactly. <laughs> Don't have any. No time. Uh, orange is the sacral chakra. Eh. Sexiness, Which creative energy. And then like yellow. Carnelian. Yellow, like this, exactly. So orange is like, think of like sacral chakra, think of like carnelian. Red, think of maybe you should root your freaking self because you're just all energetic. You're all over the place. You're taking action. So like a manic episode. Not quite. Maybe slightly more sustainable, but you still need to remember to root yourself. Um <sighs> My it's, manic it, episodes are very sustainable. How dare you? I'm kidding. No, they're not. And, and yeah, orange, think like carnelian, like sacral chakra, creativity, sex. Yellow aura is sunny. Like think like the sun, solar plexus, chakra, identity, confidence, magnetic person, empowered, bright, charismatic. We love green. Okay. Green is you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. Which and I if do. You can't be tied down. You green light can't be tied down. Got to Got to keep moving. That is where I am stride. in my life right now. My therapist sees that too. Sees you what? That I don't want to be tied down. You're wild. It's almost like your aura is green. I wonder if my therapist can see that. Well, she does talk about past life there. progression, so who knows? Your therapist is a cool therapist. She is. She's and not like other therapists. Pink aura, think like rose quartz, like heart chakra, kind, loving, caring. Eh. And then there's the blue aura. Eh. In the sky, blue like the sky, because that's where your mind is. Gotta ground yourself. And it has to do with throat chakra and communicating. You gotta have that open chakra so you can communicate your internal thoughts outwardly. I just did a little song for you. That. You're welcome. Uh, you know, it really, you were talking about Rose Quartz. You were singing. I really felt like I was in Steven Universe. Oh my God. Everybody just go watch Steven Universe. Still not sponsored. Uh, Purple Aura. They aren't, but it's a great show. 
purple aura. Think of like Raven, third eye chakra, spooky psychic characters. Purple could be psychic, empathic, strong intuition, mental depth, sensitivity, literally like just intuition, being intuitive. I know. Being that witchy, witchy psychic. You meant Teen Titans Raven because we just talked about it. My brain was originally, but it was just immediately like, that's so Raven? Well, she's also very psychic, so pink characters. Raven from Teen Titans, Raven, that is so Raven. It's the future she can see. Because, you know, he was just 14. (laughs) What his parents built. What did his parents do? They built a very strange machine. Speaking of white, he had what color hair? And glowy green eyes? White, snow white. Hair and glowy green eyes. Which brings us to white, which is rarer and not like other girls. Quick mind with nervous energy, because I am what? Quick. And I am also what? Nervous. Nervous. Uh, Crown chakra. That's the thing. My mind is not quick. It's not. My mind is like, it's over here, and then it's over there, and then it's also back here. Um, Just like fully not afraid to admit that my mind is not quick. I am fully able to admit that my mind is a cheetah. It's a Duracell battery. Crown chakra, universal energy and oneness. Strong sense of connection is something stronger than yourself. We love me talking to invisible things when I was a little. Eh. Um, black or dark eras on an aura mean that you need to calm it down. You need to rein it in. You need to ground yourself. Like learn to meditate or something. Rainbow, more than two colors, means you are changing. You are transitioning. You need to find a balance because you don't want to get burnt out from this energizing period of change. Uh, all right. Okay. Hi. You can come up. Garbanzo Sorry. Bean was not having my song. Garbanzo Bean said oh, that wow. is enough of oh. Matt singing. <laughs> she, <laughs> she likes to be on my desk with me. Garbanzo Bean said that's a, that'll do. <laughs> Did you like all the layers of my song? It was beautiful. I honestly, I didn't know you were singing. I, I, you know, how dare you? I'm an artist. I don't need this, this negative energy in the studio. I don't need this. <laughs> my cat was here and she was mad. So I think it's time for sharing is caring. What was I going to share? Oh, yeah. Um, Did we already talk about my sharing is caring? Oh, we did, but there's something you forgot and you were going to tell me. Did you ever remember it? I have one. Go uh, pop off, sis. Okay, so I told you this already, but this happened to you yesterday. And so I finally cleaned my room, which was a big step for me. And I mean, it's not the cleanest, but I got, I, I can see the floor. It just needs to be organized and like vacuumed. Which was a big step for me. And I was thinking, because I said that I didn't want to try to date again until I got my house clean. And I was like, well, I got this big step done. Like, maybe I'll start putting feelers out there. Maybe I'll download Tinder again. Um, And so I got, I get Cosmo in the mail because I am like other girls. <laughs> I really love Cosmo. I'm a material girl. Material much girl. Like the, much like the Starbucks drink that I ordered today that was called the material yeah, what girl. Kind of I cannot. Coconut, but it also had like white mocha and stuff. It was, a, it was a, I don't think you can have it. <laughs> so go on. There is a lot. There is the cold foam. Yum. Anyways. Yummy. But back to the It story. was very good. Back to the Cosmo girl. But, um, so I was reading Cosmo and I got to the astrology section and I was like, oh, I wonder what my horoscope is. And it literally told me to organize my space before dating again. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll start putting out feelers. And Cosmo was like, mm, maybe finish cleaning your house. <laughs> so that was fun. I, it's always fun to get called out. I mean, Cosmo's no teen vogue, which is my preference. But Cosmo <laughs> did make several points. Yeah, Cosmo was like, maybe don't yet. Cosmo was like, maybe sit your butt down <laughs> and, get, and go to work. That's what people don't do enough of is just work. People <laughs> don't want to work. You know, if they just got off their butt, I censored myself. And then there's Courtney, who's like, if you could just put down the ice cream, you'd be skinny like me. And I'm like, have another couple no, surgeries. No, 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 that's Chloe. Or sorry, Chloe, I mean. No, Courtney is unproblematic. She just can't act to save her life. I don't know if she's unproblematic. Sorry, Les. I just don't think she's pretending to be more than she is. Exactly. <laughs> And I like how she just kind of nods when Kim was like, we need to work like me. And Courtney's like, sure, sis. 
I do like that Courtney's like, um, when everyone's like, well, why don't you work more? And her excuse is, um, if I'm as fortunate as I am, why wouldn't I just spend my time with my kids? And I like that. I like that philosophy. I probably wouldn't work either if I was her. Honestly, same. Like, honestly. Like, and she's not sugarcoating it. She's like, I just want to spend time with my kids and live my life. She's like, I know I'm very fortunate and I'd like to do that with this. And I also, well, I will say Kendall solved the race problem. If you see her Pepsi ad. she did. She had the Pepsi (laughs) ad. So now there is no more problems with race in America. Thank you, Kendall. I'd say a, a very special thank you to Kendall Jenner for ending the race issue. Um, and I also love, and I saw an interview. This is Kardashian time now. Um, Apparently. I saw an interview about Kylie where it was like, Kylie's such a good mom. If she's in a business meeting and she hears her daughter cry, she would just leave the business meeting. And I was like, you know how many moms would probably like wish they could do that? <laughs> like, It doesn't mean she's good. It just means she has the ability to say, everybody else, shut up. Like, Everybody else, shut up. Like, I can't. Like, if somebody I love is in need, like, I can't just leave a surgery midway through. Um, you could if you really wanted to. You would lose your job. I mean, I actually almost left work early once because of a family thing and was like, bye. But then there are other people that were able to help. But like, but still, I can't just be like, I can't just walk out and be like, um, I'm the CEFO um, of Kylie Cosmetics. And I do steal product designs from drag queens such as Trixie Mattel. I'm not going to lie. I probably could walk out of work. Or something like that and not get fired um would i who knows you know what never mind kylie's just like us kylie's a woman of the people and kendall solved the race issue so the jenners are just batting a thousand oh my god did you see all the trisha paytas stuff going on right now isn't she like a witch now so um sharing is caring which celebrities she decided she they decided that they were every religion i don't know they decided they were non-binary and that's fine i will respect the pronouns and then i guess they got pregnant and they were like no i'm a cis woman but everyone's still calling them they so i don't know if it's a she they situation um and that's fine i don't i don't care what your pronouns are or what your meaning is behind it i will respect whatever you want me to respect but she made it they made a big deal about raising their kid non-binary and not doing like the gender norms and not um, doing the pink and blue, this and that, and then they threw a big gender reveal with pink and blue. L O L. You know, but, I I mean, all of their moves are basically like calculated to get people talking about them, and it works. I mean, it really it does. works. But I also think, which I mean, I've seen this online, obviously, and I agree with it, is I think that a lot of people don't really understand what being non-binary is, and mm-hmm. I think that. If more people knew what it meant, they would be it. And I also think if more people understood what it meant, there would be less people using it for inflammatory purposes. I agree. I think you're absolutely correct. I think I I do. I think it's hard to wrap your head around at first. You gotta you gotta keep thinking about it. You know, if it's like a weird idea to you, just keep thinking about it, and it'll slowly start to make more sense. I feel like. That's how I kind of, and I still, it's not like, it's incredibly difficult to be raised in a binary world and then try to figure out things outside of the binary. But as long as you're like putting in the effort and really thinking about it and trying to figure it out and respecting people's choices and pronouns, I do think you'll get there. I think it's all about putting in the work. And I do think I got a little more exposure to it because one of my friends came out as non-binary as the term was getting a lot of traction. And so I've had a little longer to kind of wrap my head around it. But it's hard to be like in a world where everyone's like, it's male or female, it's this or that, it's this or that. And then just trying to understand. Not even accepting. I can You can accept something without understanding it 100%. It's just then trying to think of, like, the, not, logic's not the right word. I think it's all very logical. The idea, the, um, the ideology behind it. Yeah. And the way you're becoming from. I mean, I, sh- they are not your only friend. I almost said she, which is not their gender. They are not your only friend who's non-binary, though. Eh. 
You yes, got others? but they were the first. They were they the, were the they're first. They're a trailblazer. Well, I also don't always consider, so. I mean, I do, because non-binary is an umbrella term. It's like how it queer, is. like queer is an umbrella term. So like I consider myself to be gay and queer. But like, so I don't always consider myself, even though like I am, because like I am a mm-hmm. dirty boy and I identify with that and I use he, they pronouns. Um, I also don't really care though. Like you could call me she, I really don't give two Fs. But like I would say I more so identify with like he and they. And like I don't have any mm-hmm. kind of body like gender dysmorphia coming from dysmorphia. I don't have any kind of yeah like gender dysmorphia coming from the body I was born in. But I don't remember when this was an episode about auras. I know I don't. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I think it is hard sometimes though because it's like I am non-binary, but I'm not. You know, like do you ever feel that way about being like bi and like being like gay and like having gay people talk about? I like, have incredible amounts of imposter syndrome about being bisexual i half the time my brain's like you're just doing this for the attention would you really date a girl and then i see a girl and i'm like that's the barista at starbucks complimented my bangs you're so pretty Uh, we should go to trader joe's get you a girlfriend um (laughs) after you're done cleaning your house or your apartment yeah right but yeah no so i feel the same way though because i'm like i'm not really like i don't i like my body i like the body that i was assigned like I don't, I wouldn't, which I think is often the case in, if you're a, Mm -hmm. if you're a cis, if you, like, were born with, like, in, like, a, uh, like, assigned male at birth, and then you are a demi-boy, like, if you're assigned woman at birth, and you're a demi-girl, I mean, often the case is that you don't really necessarily feel the need for surgery, but you don't, like, I don't completely identify with guy, and I, yeah, so I don't know. I do feel like I've been very lucky. I feel like I have really always felt like a woman, felt like a female, never had any question on that. Okay, you. I've also, I've kind of felt like, which maybe this means I'm closer to non-binary than anything else, but I didn't want to change, but I also felt like if I was born a girl, I wouldn't have cared. Like, I would have been fine either way. There you go. So, I mean, I guess if that makes me non-binary, which I mean, again, I already identify as a demi-boy anyway, so. I think the issue is that the binary is fully man-made, fully constructed. Nothing's it's a social ever construct. been binary. Nothing's ever been binary. It comes into play with, like, computers. That's binary, the way they work. Because they're man-made. Yeah. But anyway, Bi- so pre- binary systems are man-made. Anyways, auras. So auras, yeah. So the astral plane. I love astral projecting. I love me and my friends beating up at each other's dreams. Did I ever, And I told you about the time I walked through my friend's dream when I was really pissed at work, right? Mm-hmm. I tried to communicate with Matt through dreams, and I just didn't have it in me. Um, oh, well, did I tell the pod about me walking through people's dreams when I'm upset? Hmm. I might have. Did yeah, you? so anyways, sometimes me and my besties will walk through each other's dreams when we're having um, extreme times of uh, emotional strife. Um, yeah, that's that's that on that. I am always having extreme times of emotional strife. I'm kidding. And then I um, recently saw someone in the periphery of my dreams recently. Like, they weren't really in it, but they were just kind of, like, there. Like, it was almost like you're walking on the street and you walk by them in your dream, but they're, like, not really an active participant. Like, not quite Agatha and WandaVision, but not completely not. And then I realized the next day that they do dream interpretation. <laughs> and I was like, them. interesting. Did you tell them? Or are they just going to listen to this and be like, oh. Um, they don't listen to this religiously. Rude. And I will probably tell them at some point, but we're not like super close. And again, like they weren't like an active, like we didn't like we didn't I just even feel really like interact. maybe everyone should be listening to this religiously. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Maybe I'll just tell them that, like, because yeah, like I said, I don't even think we even talked. Like it. What? Like we didn't even have a. Yeah. It was literally like, not quite interloper, but like almost like that. That's when like, you go. Hey, did you see me? I saw you. Ah. Uh. Eh? No. Not um, how it works. Yeah. No. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll just be like, just FYI. Um. But yeah. So we I love astral projecting, and we should do. Let's do like a. We should do a pod about just like astral projecting, and like more about the planes. I think we should. We'll also talk about mental health and magic one day. We we did a lot of topics today by accident. And we couldn't That's be happier. Fine. And I have never been happier. All you euphoria fans. I am thriving. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Same character, wrote. different font. 
when she wrote Jolene and I will always love you in the same day. I have never been happier. So yeah, so I think we covered a lot of ground. So remember, yellow is sunny, orange is carnelian, red is Andrea's no breaks, green. green is loving. Um, I'm yellow and white because I'm not like other girls, and I'm sunny. Um, I'm not like other guys. I like guys. There you go. And you know, I have to say, I've met a lot of guys that like guys. Uh, <laughs> and yet here I am still trouble. single. What's the situation? <laughs> If you know all these guys that like guys, why am I still alone? You've met most of the ones that I know. Again, why am I still single then? I don't understand. I don't know. I just feel like why we am I about still how- single? It's because my house like- isn't clean. I just like we talked about how we're both magnetic, and yet here we are alone. I don't so- think I ever called myself magnetic. You're magnetic. So anyway, so this has been a great pod. We really stayed on topic. Thank you all for checking in. Oh, we'll see you next time. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review if you feel so inclined. Also, if you're in Italy or Greece, let us know how the Anglo-Saxons have wronged you. Let us know. Yeah, we really want to know. And if you're in the UK, are you the one who rated us four stars? We won't tell. (laughs) We will. (laughs) Bye.